Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning we're going to go through a little dealership story time. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So this morning, I want to tell you a little story about John. So John lives in a suburban neighborhood where he feels as though his life is on display for others to see. Now, of course, the other neighbors feel the same way as well. Uh, but for John in particular, he is working hard to make sure that his lawn is in the best shape possible. So he's out there mowing his lawn and edging his his bushes and making sure that everything is in tip-top shape. So one afternoon as he is mowing, uh, he sees a black truck driving down the road toward him. Now, this black truck is something he hadn't seen or noticed before, uh, but he noticed it pulling into his neighbor's driveway. So uh, as he is standing still, the mower's running, he is staring at this beautiful black truck that's lifted with big you know, tires and wheels and is, uh, is seemingly just off the showroom floor. And so, uh, not before too long, his neighbor jumps out of the truck, waves at him before, uh, running inside. And, uh, and John was standing there just staring at this truck. Now he slowly looked over his shoulder and looked at his garage, his garage door was open and he saw his five-year-old truck sitting in that garage. Now he didn't think too much of it at the time, but he was comparing that truck to this truck. And so his truck he bought five years earlier when he was in a different place financially, when he uh, had not had the promotions that he has experienced since then. And uh, and for the first time, he, he had thought about, okay, well, why did I buy that truck in the first place? You know, was that the truck that I really wanted? And as he was thinking back, you know, based on that information based on on what he purchased previously he thought back uh to how he wished it had uh better technology he wished that he would have bought the tow package and had more towing capability and so he's thinking through these aspects of his truck that are falling short of this new truck that he's seeing next door and so as he's Standing there, mower still running. He uh, he goes back, snaps back into place, and continues mowing his lawn, and uh, and doesn't think anything more of it. So the next morning, John was leaving his home. He was driving down the same street that he had seen his neighbor drive up uh, the night before, and he was uh, driving down the street to head out of his neighborhood. And what he uh, noticed was, as he was looking around, he saw one after the next, new vehicles sitting in his neighbor's driveways. And he got to thinking like, okay, well, what am I missing? Was there some incentive that was going on? Was there um, you know, another drop in the interest rates? What is going on as to why there's so many vehicles out here uh, that are seemingly brand new? So John got to work that day and he was a little distracted. So throughout the day, he was just thinking about his neighbor jumping out of that brand new truck and imagining what it would be like to have a truck right off the lot 
that had that new car smell, that had the Apple CarPlay so that he didn't have to plug his phone into an aux jack and also had the ability to have a tow kit that could actually handle uh, him purchasing a bass boat at some point. So at lunch that day, he sat down and was, was looking at what these new trucks were going for. He was looking at what his options were. He was looking at what it may look like for him to actually purchase one of these. Now, John was non-committal because at that point, it was beginning to settle in as his uh, contentment or discontentment uh, was uh, was apparent with his existing vehicle. And so he went on with his day and uh, and continued to kind of get distracted, got you know continually had to snap back into focus on what he had to do at hand. So he left work that day thinking about the vehicle and of course thinking about the projects he had to do the uh, over the weekend. So his plan was to build out his deck and to complete that project finally. So so Come Saturday, he basically got up and headed out the door to go to the local box store for home improvement items. And so he drove into the parking lot and it almost seemed as though there was a car meetup for trucks. So he was driving through the aisles, seeing every make, model, year, condition, and every assortment of of various trucks. Now he didn't technically noticed that before when he had gone to uh, the uh, the home improvement store before, but now for some reason he was noticing these trucks. And so he's going through the aisles at the home improvement store and, uh, and thinking about how he had a, a lot of lumber to purchase. He had a lot of um, items for his deck in order to build it out properly and, and how much it better it would be if he had the proper towing kit to be able to get a trailer and be able to deliver all of that in one trip rather than taking multiple trips. And maybe even how much less stress that would provide, how much, um, how much more ease to that project that that would provide. And so, uh, he made his multiple trips and on his last trip, uh, he was driving home and, and saw the local dealership. So that dealership was lined with every, um, every variation of the vehicle that he was looking at. And he just thought to himself, well, maybe it makes sense to just see if they have the configuration I'm looking for. So he pulls right into, uh, the parking lot of the car dealership pulls right into the future, uh, customer parking spot. And before he could even get a foot out the door, he was bombarded by sales reps. Now, one in particular was in a crisp suit uh, and introduced himself, said, John, I'm Sam. Nice to meet you. What has brought you in here today? And so as John was going through the process of walking the aisles of the various configurations, driving a few different uh, versions and, and narrowing down what options were available to him, he realized that they didn't have the configuration he wanted. And, and, the, and the sales rep was trying everything in his might and power uh, to get him into a truck that day. So Sam uh, led John into the sales um, you know, uh, showroom and there was a brand new uh, lifted 
vehicle of of the assortment that he wanted, the configuration that he wanted. Now, of course, with Sam communicated to him that, yes, this is a, uh, a limited production version of what you're looking for. Uh, it's lifted, it has oversized tires and wheels, but it doesn't have the tow package and it doesn't have the technology package. And so John's standing there looking at this truck and of course it's in perfect shape. And so uh, Sam asked, well, let me uh, let me run some numbers for you and see if this could work, and uh, and if this can work within your budget, within your monthly payment. Now, of course, Sam, uh, you know, asked the uh, the typical spiel of John, asking him what car payment he wanted to be at, and John responded with uh, not wanting to go far off of what his current payment is. So John was led to the the um, the the uh, showroom uh, floor where he sat at a table by himself in the middle of the floor as uh, Sam went back and, and talked to his manager. So John sat at that table in the middle of the showroom reviewing the window sticker, reviewing uh, what options that truck had. Now that truck had every option he wanted. It had the off-road package. It had the uh, suspension upgrade as well as the wheels and tires. But what it was lacking was the tow kit as well as the technology package. Now those were aspects to the truck that he actually initially was drawn to buying a, a new vehicle for. Now this truck sitting in the showroom as he's just looking at it, just gawking at it, uh, he he is seeing this beautiful uh, dark gray uh, lifted limited production uh, truck sitting in front of him and, and got to thinking, well, why not just run the numbers? Why not just see how much this thing would cost to have it in my driveway? And and so Sam walks back out and asks uh, John to uh, to get the keys to his five-year-old truck. Now, as uh, John was handing the keys to Sam, John started to tell him, okay, well, this is kind of uh, what's going on with the truck. These are the the aspects that, uh, that may need to be fixed. These are the um, components that uh, that I don't like. And, uh, and so he started to explain to him, uh, the reasons why he was looking for a different vehicle. Now, Sam mentioned, well, why don't we just go ahead and get it appraised? Why don't we get a figure for this truck? So you have an idea of how much of a difference you're looking at between the vehicle you're driving now and this brand new one on the showroom floor. So as Sam walked the keys back to his service department to get it appraised, to get it reviewed, to get it checked out, uh, the the manager stepped out of his office and uh, with a warm greeting to John and a firm handshake, he introduced himself to John, letting him know that Sam was going to take care of him and that they were going to get him into the right truck today. So he sat back down and and reviewed the, uh, the information that was provided, waiting for Sam to come back with the figures. Now, Sam went and talked to his manager and walked back out to the floor and said, okay, well, our manager must be in a great mood today. He is willing to make a deal for you. He is willing to buy your truck for only 3000 less than what you owe on it. So what we'll do today is add that $3,000 to that new vehicle so that you won't have any out of pocket expenses. So John sat there thinking like, okay, well, at least I won't have to expend anymore. And as Sam explained, you know, on, on the blank sheet of paper that had some chicken scratch on it, how the deal would work out. Uh, John was 
you know, getting a little bit more warm to the idea. And so his biggest concern, of course, was his payment. So John's biggest concern, of course, was that his car payment was not going to change a whole lot. So he had a certain amount he wanted to spend on his truck payment. And so his big concern was, okay, well, as long as we can keep the truck payment around where it's at right now, then at least it's not more taxing than what it is currently. And so Sam, uh, you know, communicated back to him that they could extend out the period of time, they extend out the number of months that they that they amortize that loan over, uh, that uh, they would also uh, be able to apply a lower percentage rate than he previously had on his uh, five-year-old truck as interest rates had improved. And so Sam was going through the process of convincing that John, that this was the right deal, that this was the right offer. Now, John had some reservations and he really wanted that tow kit. He really wanted tinted windows. Uh, but his bigger concern was that he wasn't going to have to pay anything out of pocket. So uh, so his big concern was an out-the-door price. They negotiated a little bit on, um, on how much the dealership was going to cover. And before he knew it, he had uh, keys to his brand new truck. So before he knew it, John was driving that brand new truck off the dealer lot. So he was driving that truck back to his home and he was just excited to be able to join in on having a brand new vehicle in his driveway, much like he saw with his neighbors. Now he had now seen this vehicle around town in various configurations and he felt like he got the configuration that best fit his needs. Now the other component though was the fact that he didn't get the tow kit and he didn't get the uh, the upgraded technology package. Uh, but he felt like, okay, well, I can add the tow kit and at least it has a better towing capacity and and it, it's going to work out for the best. Now, what he didn't realize was with a lifted truck, bigger tires and wheels, that his uh, gas mileage would plummet from what he had before and that his gas bill would increase. And uh, the other aspect he didn't realize was that his insurance bill would increase uh, for the new, more expensive vehicle. And uh, and so as he was looking at a slightly higher car payment that was extended out seven years as he was looking at his insurance bill, his new gas bill, and then also looking at like, okay, well, I need to add the tow kit. And now that I have the truck, I might as well get the bass boat. So as he was thinking through this purchase, it didn't take long before he felt a little buyer's remorse. Now he had just bought uh, a new vehicle, a brand new truck. And uh, according to Kelly Blue Book, these new full-size trucks on average cost about $52,000. And so based on that, based on him taking that new loan on, that that higher loan on at 100% financing, including his tax town license and, uh, and his negative equity on his truck, he was thinking through his new $803 car payment and thinking through how he was going to have to pay that for the next seven years. And so many of us have had this experience where we have uh, got locked onto a certain vehicle and and seen other people driving a certain vehicle that we have justified in our minds, just checking the numbers, just calculating out what it could look like. And then before knowing it, being so um, pulled into that purchase that there was no turning back. 
And so I believe that many of us have been in this case um, before, have experienced this firsthand where we may have gone into by buying one thing, one you know, type of vehicle with certain options and left with an entirely different configuration. Now, this can be easy because of the new car smell, because of that highlight reel on social media that you can include that brand new truck, that brand new car uh, in that reel. You may even be um, pulled in by the uh, the pressures of family, friends, and neighbors, uh, you know, and their new toys. So this can be something that can uh, pull any of us in as we see other people, uh, you know, purchasing certain things that uh, that we just find our minds that we also deserve, that we deserve to buy, we deserve to drive, we deserve to live in, we deserve to uh, to experience. And we can do that with so many different things. And what we may not realize is, is that making decisions like that, uh, that are more emotionally based, that we are justifying our actions in, uh, can lead us down a path where we are consistently in debt, consistently trying to keep up with the proverbial Joneses. And so my call to action today comes down to thinking through your experience uh, with a, a car dealership. And maybe you've had great experiences, but thinking through that from a standpoint of, did you have an experience where you stepped in the door wanting to buy something in particular and leaving with something entirely different? And what would need to change so that going forward, as it's a normal rhythm to buy a vehicle, that you are putting in safeguards so that you are safeguarding yourself from uh, buying those additional warranties that aren't necessary to, to buying those additional accessories or even going with that limited model or that premium model uh, that uh, when you ran the numbers, you couldn't afford before you stepped onto that dealership showroom floor. And so that's my call to action today to just review uh, what your experience has been. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. I'll see you back tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow visitmillenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.